Welcome back to another episode of the Sweet Shots Podcast. Lucas Johnson alongside Mark Johnson. We're back. Two-thirds of us, anyway. One-third of us decided it's a great day to go play some golf. So, can't be too mad. I mean, it is a beautiful day outside. You got to go play golf because in six months, you know, we're handcuffed a little bit. Six but months. Not even. A few months from now. Yeah. And that's been the story. We've had a little hiatus. We took a summer yes. break. And primarily, it's been because uh, golf schedules. We've just been crazy. But well, that and yep. I think I got married end of you, June. You got married. I was and MIA for a while. Congratulations. Thank by you. By the way, officially on air. Congratulations. But I'm I'm telling you, the uh, the summer's just been busy. Yes. Seems like Tuesdays have, have been either with events going on here or um, things you're playing in or, you know, community scramble fundraisers just seems like every Tuesday. Uh, we had something going, which is good. It's a busy time of year, and it's fun to get outside and do that. So, But we're back in here. It's going to be fun to talk a little golf. There's a lot going on. A lot. Yeah, just like you said, I mean, not only have we been busy, but it seems like everybody else has been busy, too. I mean, not only uh, the national stuff, the PGA Tour, whatever, but but locally, too. I mean, now it's it's yeah. prime, prime tournament season. We'll get into the, a little bit of that because there's been some great, great tournament golf being played. Um, but Quickly, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about it, but you've got uh, North Dakota High School girls golf started last week already. Yes, and it's like, how is this here already? But you they've know, got it like, right. They're they're playing golf. Their season is it's beautiful out right now. The golf courses are in great shape. Yep. So I mean, high school North Dakota high school girls golf having having that in the fall. My opinion, they've they've got it figured out. I agree. Yeah, I mean, the only downside would be state has a question mark by it as to what kind of weather you're going to get. It might be a little chilly, but I mean, to your point, golf courses are going to be primed, ready yeah. to go. And you think of the season the boys had this last spring, oh, or lack yeah. of season. Lack of. Um, yep. I mean, we had a we or we hosted a tournament here for goodness sake because of the golf courses and the weather just didn't cooperate. Yep. So you know, fall golf makes 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 sense and yeah it's early in their season i looked at some results i think red river won uh last week if there was a there was a meet on friday i think they're playing the east west uh tournament this week in jamestown that's an annual Mm -hmm. big event where folks uh the teams girls teams from the west and the east get together so um kind of a preview almost for like a state tournament yeah so it'd be fun to kind of keep an eye now that we're back at this and see uh how that high school season goes yeah and i know there's uh some great talent out there and um you know it's it's always fun for them i think to to be able to play and and compete and to have that team atmosphere and i know between uh, jim myself working with the with a handful of gals that are playing high school golf it's fun to watch them develop and and become better players throughout the throughout the season. So yes, it's it's been really really good stuff. Um, but quickly pivoting, you got uh, one of the bigger tournaments of the summer, at least in the area, just wrapped up on Sunday, and that's the Pine to Palm down in DL, uh, Detroit Lakes. Um, and having played it, uh, I played the course probably the week before, um, but the golf course itself just looked spectacular. Greens are rolling, fantastic. Everything was green, uh, lush, um, and then the golf on top of that was was really really good. I think that was maybe the lowest uh, championship cut three over. Had. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough cut. Two that's days of golf, three over par, and, really? and and you know you shoot what is that? You shoot seventy three, seventy three, and you're not playing. Right, that's a tough pill to swallow. Well, and there was I forget who I was talking to, but the the comment was made. There's a lot of guys. Uh, that are going to be ended up playing mid-am next year because 
the cut solo now at championship, you know? Yes. And then that'll trickle, you know, all of a sudden that the mid-amp cut's been a tough cut anyways. Yeah. And then that's going to make it even more difficult. So the field is, it's strong. It's it's really strong. Visiting with Tom Dolby, new professional there. Um, he has some ideas. I'm not going to, I'm there, but he has some ideas on what they could do to modify uh, perhaps um, what they do in qualifying to, you know, so you're not sent packing if you're three over par yeah. after two days. Um, but it's a testament to how good, you know, guys are getting. And I will say they got pretty adventurous with some of those pin locations uh, this year. I was caddying and, and there for, for a while, and um, there were some spots where I don't think I've ever seen pin locations in, in my history playing Pine to Palm. That was... Agreed. Yeah, they moved him around. They they tucked him a little bit, so you had to play, you know, smart. And guy, it didn't phase guys. I mean, guys that were in control right. of golf balls yeah. still played well. I mean, there was a match. Uh, uh, was it, Gavin? Was he nine under through twelve? Nine under through twelve. Yeah, nine under through twelve. I caddied for a guy that was nine under through twelve once in a match. So it can happen out there, and you hear about it each year. But um, yeah, it, it it to get to some of those pins, you had to just. You couldn't short side yourself because it was probably going to be a bogey. Mm-hmm. And so play to the fat, play smart, play to the greens and make some putts. But those greens look beautiful. Uh, like you said, the golf course was great. I was out there Sunday. I refereed this uh, super senior match, uh, championship match, as well as consolation match. And the, the greens had that sound to them. Even though they had some moisture out there on yeah, Friday, yeah. they still had that. They landed. It was firm. It, was, it wasn't just splat. It was, uh, it was really good. If you were in the fairway, you know what? It, you benefited from being in the fairway. In the rough, your ball was going to release a little bit. And uh, it, fun fun to watch those guys have to play a golf course under under a little more firm conditions than maybe in the past. Yeah, and that's where, you know, you kind of alluded to it, but having to think your way around that golf course, it's not just something that you can grab your driver and just bomb away, bomb away, and it's a, you know, it's a flip wedge to the center of the green. I, th- I like what they did with the pin locations because, yeah, it made, it made you think that it gives that golf course a little more of a defense mechanism. Um, when you look at it and I think with Gavin, uh, being nine under through 12, I mean, sometimes you just, everything clicks, right? Everything's just on. And, um, you know, there's that golf course, you can do that. Right. And then there's a flip side where you all of a sudden you start short siding yourself or you get caught in the trees one too many times. I mean, that's where it's a, it's a great equalizer, that golf course. And, and you and I, we've made many a laps around that, that track and have seen, good and bad and it's a it's a great great match play golf course i, I love yep. that setup yep it is and you look at uh, uh i'm trying to think who was sunday morning pat Dietz. yeah pat Dietz was a semi-finalist uh lost the uh, in extra holes to get to, to gavin, gavin. Yep. um you know some of those matches out there uh there's there's some talent you know gavin probably hits it i don't know three twenty yeah at three, least he's yeah, like I mean, 300 he's, yard carry yep. guy and Pat hits it nice, but he's not a 300-yard carry guy. Right. And he's been playing forever out there, but that's a golf course he can compete on. Right. It's fun It's fun it to see. Yeah. Anybody can beat anybody. I. Um, so congratulations to, to Gavin Cronkite, of course, in North Dakota State. What year is he at NDSU? He's going to be a senior this year. He's a senior. Yep. He's been on fire this summer. He has. And he's had a, he's had a, uh, a great career. Um, coming, uh, he's from, uh, oh man, I wanted to say Chaska, but it's not Chaska now. And he's going to hate that. I don't remember, but he came in, he was, a he was a freshman, my senior year and to watch him develop all four years now, um, has just been awesome. And to see what he's done, he's really, really turned into a great golfer. He was already a great golfer, but really found his game, 
Um, and for him to kind of make a statement like that at the pine and, and, you know, go nine under through 12 and, and carry that into the, the fall season here for the, for the NDSU team is going to be really, really fun to watch. Was he the medalist too? He was the medalist. Has he that? And, they were coal medalists. Okay. He and Ian Birdwell? Simonis. Oh, Simi? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I feel pretty confident saying that. We probably could have looked that up. <laughs> um, so I have a, a funny story. I'm with Tom Dolby on the 12th hole at, at DL. It's par five, water off the tee. You know, it's 290 to get to the water maybe. Yep. It was 285 to that tree left and maybe 290 to get to the water. Um, I forget his first name. Last name is Birdwell. Great, great golf name. Birdwell. Birdwell. He, I think he's I committed to Aaron, go to Illinois. Yep. Which, you know, top 10 program. Easily, yep. Uh, saw him play last year, and then I, I caught him on that match, and he was in the consolation championship. So mm-hmm. I forget who beat him earlier in the tournament. But anyways, on 12, we were talking about if he was going to hit driver or not. And sure enough, he hit driver. He carried it over the water on the right. For those that have played DL, he carried that water. And there was no wind. It was before it started raining. It was just starting to rain. Carried that, and it was kind of almost into the grove of trees to the right. On the right side there. To the right side there, which he was probably, I don't know, about 130 yards out, maybe 120 yards, but he's completely blocked from the trees. Right. And uh, Tom and I were talking. I said, Tom, he can chip this backwards and still have sand wedge into this par five. And that's exactly what he did. He came out sideways or backwards. He probably had a little flip wedge in there. Flip wedge in there. He made par. But still, as long as guys are hitting it now, the play might be. And we talked about this your last it year plan. Last year, yeah. We're like, because you maybe accidentally pumped a fairway wood into the water we're like, and still made par. Yep. We're like, you know what? Maybe the play here is just bomb driver up the left side. And if you're in the water, you just you knock a little eight iron up there. Not even an eight iron. It's probably a wedge. Yeah, it depends on where you go in. But yeah, it's anywhere from par. a wedge to an eight iron. But yeah, I mean, that's where... You know, the game has changed so much around that area or, or that golf course, right? I mean, you got guys like Birdwell that absolutely bomb it. They're going to hit it over the water. And then you got guys like a, like a Pat Dietz, right? That, you know, you're going to hit a or just a different mental go about where you're going to hit a three, four iron out there and you're going to have three, four iron left into the green and see what happens, right? Yes. And it's just, it, that's why that golf course is so great. It opens up so many opportunities with how aggressive you want to be or what your game plan is going to be. Where can you secure that birdie, especially in match play? Where can you secure that birdie? And uh, that's why it's fun. Stories like that are are great. I'm interested to see, you know, I mean, six at DL, that the downhill par four, I mean, that used to be driver for everyone. Now now guys can't even touch the driver. They're going to go three wood. And even some of those guys hit three wood too far. Yep. Right. Unless I mean, it's into the wind. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's changing out there. And it's I fun. think, t- you know, Tom and, and the guys out there, they have some ideas for a few new tee boxes. Oh, really? Just, yeah. Oh, I won't boy. go into detail, but uh, he, he showed me a couple spots. I'm like, hmm, yeah, okay. It's got a chance. That's interesting. You're never going to make that golf course 7,000 yards, but right. they, there's a couple ideas they have for tee boxes that would change some of the tee shots. Um, and I think for the better. Yeah. It'd be kind of neat. So, um, I, th- I mentioned, I had a chance to referee, uh, the super senior. I can't believe these guys are super senior. So it was Mike Herzog oh, yeah. taking on his, uh, older brother, Steve Herzog. Oh. Now these guys, I used to qualify with them I, for whatever reason, a couple years in a row, I was paired with them on the pine qualifying in the eighties. 
And so it really brought back a lot of memories and they played real. It was a really nice match. Steve got up early with the birdie, but Mike made, I think the article said 16 part and I was keeping track of it. Mm. So there's a match where, you know, he just literally part him to, de- yep. to death. Just don't make a mistake. Sometimes matches go that way. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, you, you just you never do. know, but it was great golf. They played Really, really nice, high-level golf. Um, just just impressed with their ball striking. And then the consolation match, another legend, Pine legend, George uh, Strand was in the consolation championship against uh, Bob Sumata. Bob, I had not met before. He's from the Twin Cities. We ended up having a lot of mutual friends. There are a number of mutual friends, but he has a lake place in the area. And uh, what a joy just to watch those guys play. George has been playing that tournament. I think he said it was his 41st Pine wow. to Palm. Wow. Played in forty one, and for a good part of a decade back in the in the day, the eighties, and and what it, you could set the cut line to whatever George shot. I think good he was sign. in the playoff for a decade straight. <laughs> so we had a good laugh about that. He, he found a way into the playoff all the time. And uh, Bob Bob beat George. Uh, Bob played really 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 steady golf. So that was kind of fun to be around that. And then uh, Moorhead uh, Golf Product uh, Mark Eklund won the oh. Senior Championship which is not easy to do with a lot of good players. Oh, yeah. Mark's, Mark's been a solid player since I remember him playing back in the day at, when I was at the Meadows. And so congratulations, Mark Eklund being the senior champion. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, there's there's a ton of great golf being played this last week anywhere you look, whether it's the championship all the way to the super seniors. Um, you know, and that's part of the reason why that, that tournament's so fun, that, that routing is so fun. You can hang out by the golf shop and you see how much golf get, being played, whether it's championship or, or whoever's playing. It's a great, great week of golf. I, um, it's always kind of one of those deals, though. It's the the pine of palm hits, and it, it just feels like fall for whatever reason. It's like now we're into fall. Yeah, it is. It kind of ushers in. You know, school starts for many next week, and uh, yeah, it it definitely you flip the page a little bit. It is, and we're gonna get into it. But you got the North Dakota Open that starts next week. That's at Fargo Country Club. And for whatever reason, it's still in August, but it just feels like fall golf. Yes. I don't know how long I've been playing it, but it's like once North Dakota, it's it's fall golf. It's not summer golf anymore. It's fall golf. And it's just kind of funny how that how that feels. It feels like the the brain just kind of switches there a little bit. And um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, crazy how that happens. Where does the time go? You know, it does. This summer especially goes quickly. Especially in the first part of your summer, you're getting married. Yeah, I mean, I so you're just. The, you know, from the time the snow melt to the time you exchange your vows, I'm sure it's a blur. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really remember the, the, the second half of June and the first half of July, just between yeah. travel and there was a golf tournament mixed in there and, and, and a you know, wedding, all this stuff. Yeah. And it's just all a blur. What so. tournament? So you came back from not playing hardly any golf because of getting married and then honeymoon and whatnot. Was that the state open? Minnesota state open. Yeah. You had yeah, a good, you had a good tournament. It was, it was, uh, it, I surprised myself even. Because, yeah, we, we came back from our honeymoon. We celebrated the 4th of July with both our families. Came back. I had about three days to get ready and, and drove down to the cities um, and played played golf. I, I joked because I hadn't played in about, well, at that point it was about a month. I hadn't played golf. I'd taken swings. hadn't played golf. But I, I joked that the, my first round I shot 71, which was even par. And, and to me, mentally, it felt like a 67. I mean, it was just like, oh, my gosh. That was the best round of golf I could have played today, you know? Yeah. And, uh, 
yeah, to, to piece together three, three good rounds and, and, you know, make a check and make the cut and, um, just gave me a lot of confidence going forward for the summer. And, and here we are. Does that make so, you exempt next year too? Yep. Are you in? Yep. Good. So and get into a few more, few more stuff. I had a chance to qualify for a PGA tour Canada event with, uh, with that finish. Um, I'll get into the, the golf champions. Does that get you in the golf? Champion? Should. Yep. Yep. Or last year's finish probably got you in golf. Both, champions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, okay, I so look you got some opportunities again, but, to, to play. Yeah, so and it's been it's been nice. I think I've played more golf this summer than I did last summer, which was it's it's really nice. Um, the game feels close. It always feels close, but you know, every you just got to get it to click again, and then it's it's right back where we need it. So okay. gearing up for North Dakota Open, I know this yeah. is a, a great week of the year. Fargo Country Club, the the host facility. Um, I know you were there for, for 15 years as well as a tournament director for North Dakota open now being the tournament director, um, you know, what, how, how early does this start prep for the North Dakota open? Like, is it Sunday, North Dakota open Monday, the Monday after you're like, all right, let's, let's put together a, another field or, you know, what's your break time as a tournament director? Well, between? yeah, that's a good question. So the tournament wraps up Sunday. There's always things to do to f- put the, f- you know, the, the ribbon on the event, um, that probably takes me through that next week or so after the tournament. And then we'll have a wrap up meeting probably within the next couple of weeks and we start planning for the next one. And so it, in some ways I'm doing something every month You're for right. the North Dakota open. Um, uh, but we have a great committee, you know, North Dakota open foundation members. Many of those are members of Fargo country club. We have Bobcat, that team, yep. their marketing team, Mary Seifert and her group, are just great partners to work with. Bobcat's been a fantastic sponsor since 1983. Um, and then the Village Family Service Center, that's the charity that yeah, uh, that stuff. benefits from it. And they coordinate all the all the uh all the uh, uh volunteers, ball spotters, et cetera. Now it's not like a PGA tour event or a PGA champions tour event, but we have well over uh we have probably a couple hundred volunteers, over a hundred volunteers. Um, so a lot goes into pulling this off. It's a, a Dakota's tour event. So that we have 65 uh, professionals playing the event and our total fields, 208 players. We filled it up earlier than ever this year. We have 45 amateurs on the wait list and we feel terrible, but we, we only have 208 spots. That's all we have. We have um, 20 professionals on the wait list so that wow. it's as popular as ever, maybe more popular than ever. Um, so, but our key is you know what? We have to get folks around the golf course. We only have so much sunlight. Right. And so yep. 208 is a pretty big field. Oh, it yeah. still is a big field. So we play a pro-am on Friday. We do lose some of those players that just play the pro-am on Friday, but we still we still end up with about 180 players playing mm-hmm. the next uh, two rounds, well, on Saturday, and then we make that cut. Yep. Um, so it's, uh, it's a great tradition in our area for golf. Um, and we feel good about being part of that where we raise money for the village family service center. They touch so many lives in our community Yeah, and to be a part of it. Uh, it's really why I kept doing it after I left the country club. Um, basically I run the event for the, for the foundation, North Dakota open foundation. And, uh, I really enjoy doing it. It's my way to give back a little bit and stay connected. So, uh, it takes a lot of people to do it. We, we are excited about our field. Uh, uh, Matt Matisse, our defending champions coming back and playing. If you recognize that last name, his, his, I think it's his uncle was a tour player. Oh, I didn't Len, know. Len, Len Matisse. I think. Hmm. Glenn, Len, Len. I think it's Len. Len. It seems like an odd. You could probably. It would make probably more sense that. to Glenn. Glenn Matisse. Lenny. Len. Mat- we'll have to look that. Up. All right, we'll look it up. Um, and then you know Andre Metzger's in the field. Andre's 
you know, a couple tour not, events under his belt had, now. Yeah, a chance to play a couple yeah. tour events, and and so we'll have the guys that that come back and and are trying to work their way towards something else, maybe a Champions Tour event, or a Champions Tour career eventually. So some older guys, and then there's younger guys that you know got out of college and they're and they're trying to play golf professionally, work their way up, aspire to be maybe Canadian Tour, and then and then uh, Corn Ferry beyond that. So it's it's fun. Folks can come out and watch. Uh, it's great golf. I know there's a lot going on in the community, it but it's great golf to watch. It just, it, to me, it gives you an insight as to like, if you want to, if you want to see what it takes to get to the next level, right? I mean, this is, they call it the mini tour stuff, but you see what it takes to get to the next level. I mean, there's guys that'll, they'll go out and shoot 65, 64, you know, they'll, they'll tear it up here. And then just as a mental reminder that this is a mini tour event, right? I mean, it, it takes that much more to get to the next step. Which, what are these guys, they, what are they playing for outside of their purse, right? You guys take care of... Um, Bobcat gives them PGA Tours, it's Corn Ferry Tour qualifying. It's about $6,000. So it's a it's a sponsorship where, the, you know what, Bobcat's going to pay for you to get into Q School. Um, there could be a relationship with the logo and whatnot, so that if you do make it, you're probably going to advertise for Bobcat. But if I was a young professional or aspiring Heck professional... Yeah. Sign me up. Well, and that's where, I mean, I mean, you touched on it. To get into what would be considered like the minor leagues, we're in, we're mini tours. Then you get into Corn Ferry, which is like minor league. To get into that, you, you mentioned it. It's like $6,000 just to have a chance. Yes. That's Just amazing, to have a chance. It? I mean, you could go home empty handed and you're just, you're out that money. You don't get anything back. And that's just the, the cold reality of, of golf and professional golf. And so for guys to, to get this opportunity to, to play for a sponsorship like this, I mean, that could potentially be life-changing. Right? That's right. I mean, you just roll that into the next step. And, uh, you know, that's what they're out there playing for. I, I, I encourage anyone to go out there and watch, whether it's uh, you have someone you're following or you just you come out Sunday and watch the leaders because who knows? Something yep. something might might turn. You never know. I got one other thing mentioned yep. about that. Tuesday night, we're doing that junior clinic again. Oh, sure. On air, yep. I'd probably ask you if you're available to help Dave Schultz with that. On Tuesday, Tuesday night. night, six o'clock. Okay. Uh, special this year. They don't know it, but we have a gift for the kids that are showing up. So it's in partnership Great. with the Big Big Brother, Big Sister program through the Village Family Service Center. They, all the, the kids that show up for this are, are getting something pretty getting special. But in case somebody's listening, there's a small chance, but in case somebody's listening, I don't want to ruin what they're getting. Oh, no. It's going to be really cool. So it's fun well, to give sure. back that way, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a great week of golf. Um, it's a great facility, and it's a, a great golf tournament. Too. I have one more thing. He's got another thing. Let's go. This is this unbelievable. Guy. Rob Eckern. Rob grew up in Fargo. He and Lee Swanson they they have they have a golf collection of trophies. It's the major championship trophies all in one spot, and they were all um, someone who won it. So it might be Jack's Jack's trophy from the Open Championship. Arnie's U.S. Open trophy. There's a match. So they have all four majors trophies in one collection. They have Arnold Palmer's game-used putter that he used in an Open. I think, I don't know if it's an 8802 or whatever it was. They have a traveling exhibit, and they brought it to one other tournament. I think it was the Kansas Open. And what they're going to do, they're bringing it to Fargo Country Club during the North Dakota Open. Folks can view it, um, and then they're going to do a little putting challenge to raise money uh, for the village. Wow. Using Arnie's putter. Oh, no way. Yes. Oh, wow. I think it's going to be $10. They have a chance to make a 20 footer. If you make it, you get a hundred bucks. 
and then that money that above and beyond what people win go to go to the village. So there'll be more information coming out. Um, you know, look for we'll we'll be uh, communicating that through social media, the hours and times. But Friday at the Country Club, everyone is welcome to come out and look at this exhibit. It's oh, unlike awesome. anything in the world. Um, it's pretty amazing. All four major trophies, trophies one location in Arnie's putter, and you get the chance to use Arnie's putter. Correct. That's that's really cool right there. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Friday, you said? Friday it's going to be Friday, time. probably 4 o'clock on. All you right. can come out and view. So watch uh, for more info on that because yes. that's uh, that's going to be pretty cool. That's yep. going to be really And you cool. can find that probably uh, Bobcat North Dakota Open on social media via uh, Twitter or Facebook and probably the Bobcat Indie Open uh, website. Sure. You, if you Google that, it'll be out there. Well, awesome. It's going to be a great week of golf. That's uh, next week. The, the clinic's Tuesday. And then uh, tournament is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Correct. Cut, cut after Saturday. So I'll be playing. I, I hope to be playing on Sunday. That'd be fun. That'd be great. So uh, we hope to see you guys out there um, and maybe win 100 bucks with Arnie's punter. Who knows? Give it a try. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. All right. We're going to take a quick short break here. We got a lot to get into with uh, some of the PGA stuff going on. We've got playoffs happening. We're going to dive into that. It's We're down to down to 50 now. I mean, we whittled that field down pretty quick. So this is going to be great golf being played uh, the next couple of weeks. Um, and then once you know it, Tour Championship. So we'll, And Ryder Cup. And Ryder Cup. That's a big, it's a big year for that too. So we'll get into that a little bit, but we'll be right back after this quick break. This segment brought to you by Sweet Shots Ladies League. That's right. It's that time of year again. We're starting back up. Our Ladies League is going to be starting October 6th. Nope. September 16th. Is that right? Sounds right. Sounds right. It's the uh, Tuesdays again. We're doing Tuesday nights. Uh, grab a grab you and and three of your best friends. Come on out and play a four person scramble, uh, nine holes each week. Uh, we're gonna qualify the first week, and then from that week on, we've put you into flights. We'll call them, and then you're playing against people that are similar uh, in your uh, ability. So we've got tons of prizes to give away. It's gonna be a great time. Um, and have a great uh, social atmosphere. It's fun just to get away and, and uh, have some fun. So, again, signups are online uh, at sweetshots.com, and that's Sweetshots Ladies League. Let's have fun today. It's a good time. It's a great time. I, I know they had a they had a lot of fun with it uh, last year, and it was very successful. So we're looking to fill that up again, um, and it's going to be uh, – you know, we've refined the process a little bit, and we're working on some sponsorships for them. So it's going to be a really, really good time yep. for for uh, these ladies. So uh, moving on here, we've got a lot of professional golf to cover, um, and we've because we've been away, a lot has happened since then. Um, and so last week uh, we had the first round of the playoffs, which is the FedEx Cup St. Jude Classic. Is it just FedEx? I don't know. It's FedEx Cup. Anyway, um, which I mean, to cut to the short of it, Lucas Glover just wins two weeks in a row. He's the first guy to do that in his 40s. I think I saw is Hale Irwin and uh, VJ Singh did VJ it. Singh. Are the last two guys to win back to back weeks in their 40s. Wow. That's a stat. That is a stat. And you know, that guy was, I don't know, 100 and I'm just going to throw a number, 180th strokes gain putting. Putting. I mean, he was terrible. I saw a clip of his missed putts inside five feet and it was i mean it gave me just 
the shivers. Self-admitted, so he had the ups. Yeah, I just, mean, it was yeah. like there was a there was a three foot putt where he started the face started in the in the center of the golf ball. And by the time he made impact, it made impact on the heel of his putter. Yeah, and it's a tap in. I mean, that's and he's such a skilled ball striker. He's yeah. been that oh, way yeah. forever. I mean, he is a U.S. Open champion, so I mean, he's had a great career. Yeah, but he has he has struggled with the putter. I saw it at the last decade. The, the number of strokes he's lost to the field, and and it's he's in the top four all time in the last decade as far as shots lost, strokes lost, putting. Would that be bottom bottom four? Yeah, he's bottom four. He's yeah, not good. He's like epically the worst, one of the four worst putters in the last decade on tour. And he just won back to back weeks. And he's making everything. It's such a it's such a weird game. I mean, it's <laughs> so weird. So the putter he's using, I know Dave Booth down in our putting lab he's all down over there. It. He's yeah. All over so it. what is what is this? It's so like, it's it's lab golf, and basically the the skinny of it is they're trying to make a putter that is so stable that when you take your stroke, you have no option but to go straight back, straight through. So there's no, you know, a lot of the times when we hit our putts and we make contact with the ball because of our swing arc. When you make contact with the ball, the face will open or close, depending on sure. where you where you hit it. If you don't hit it in the center of the face, it's going to open or close a little bit. So lab golf is making these putters with, uh, they call it MOI, moment of inertia, which is such a high MOI that when you make contact with the golf ball, that face doesn't move. Right. Okay. So that ball is going to go where you're aimed every single time. You just have to make the proper just have to, Yep. Now he's doing the broom handle, so he's got a little. Yep, it's long. Broomstick. Yep. Broomstick or whatever, and it's long, but he's not. He's not uh, fixing no it to his chest. No anchoring. Yep. Can't anchor. It's got to be free motion up there. He's not Bernhard Langer out here. Yeah. Well, there's some so questionable there's stuff. Tucking. He's tucking. So well, but, good. For, good for him. I mean. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, who says he's not going to win a third week in a row? The guy's on fire. He keeps it rolling. I know, you know, now he's got that motivation. I just saw a clip. So a reporter asked him if he had ever thought about the Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup team, making the Ryder Cup team. And he said, yeah, 15 minutes ago, and I, I really want to. Yeah. So now he's, I mean, he can, he's moved up 16 spots. I right? took a look. Yeah, he's outside the, the number now. But, I mean, if I was Captain Zach Johnson, you're, you're – uh, You have to take a look at him, right? Yeah, where is he? He is uh, – yeah, he's moved up in a hurry. Yeah, he's 16th. He's moved up 19 spots. Yeah. So are we, break, we're going to get to Ryder Cup now or let's later? Just, let's do it now. Okay. We're, we're here. Let's do it now. So I'm super pumped for Ryder Cup because I'm actually going to be there. In Rome. In Rome. I, that's Just outside awesome. of Rome. I didn't know they had golf over there. Oh, yeah. You've not, been there. Not but. very. I, I thought the Molinari's were the only products out of Italy. Yeah, there yeah. haven't been many professional <laughs> golfers out of Italy. So... Yeah. Break break it down for us. How how does how do teams get selected for the Ryder Cups? I know there's there's you're in if you're inside the top. Is it six? It's top six. Top if you six. finish in the top six points, you're automatically in. And this is U.S. and Europe, right? Is it same criteria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then and then um, you have captains picks after that. I I think the rumor is, and just from what I've read and heard, I I think what they're gonna what. Um, it's going to come down to about four picks. I think he's going to take the top eight guys as they finish. That's the word on the street. Yep. And then he's going to pick four guys. So right now, you know, in that eighth spot, Spieth. Now that stuff could change. Yep. But you got to find a way to have Jordan Spieth on your Ryder Cup team. He the guy is, historically is a very good match play player. He is like the equivalent of Ian Poulter to them, right? I mean, despise Ian Poulter. He is going to make 
he's going to make par or birdie from some crazy anyway. spots. So um, I heard who said it on the coverage, um, on the radio coverage. They said, Spieth uh, leads the tour in strokes gained stolen. <laughs> that's brilliant, that's isn't it? Great, that's a great way to put it. I mean, the guy, he'll snap slice one off the tee. He's in two fairways over. He's like, yeah, I got that shot. He puts it to 15 feet and two putt par. Yeah. Just or steals it. Even Just the Ryder Cup at uh, Whistling Straits. What shot did he hit where he was on the cliff edge? He did. Yeah, he hit it straight up in the air to have the imagination to hit that shot. So you look at guys. Yeah, I think you got to find a way to get Spieth on your team. Um, you know, some of these guys are it's, uh, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Clark, Cantley, Hart, those guys have already secured. Well, Scheffler and Clark have secured their team, but Cantley, he shows up this time of year. He does. The playoffs. He does. It's just kind of gross. He's weirdly a favorite this week. And yeah, he just yeah. sneaks his way in. Uh, you know, Kepka's on this team right now. He's in the top eight. Is that top, because of his major finishes? That's where he yeah, gets our the top point. six. He's in fifth, but there's a chance he'll get bumped. You know, if the if the right guys play good, play well, they're going to get points and they're going to bump Kepka. So, do you make him a captain's pick? Well, and that brings it. Yeah, that brings into. I mean, the whole live deal too. I mean, you got Bryson who just last week goes sixty one fifty eight at Greenbrier, right? Is that where? No, where were they? Yeah, Greenbrier. Greenbrier. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, to me, a big thing for Ryder Cup is recent form. Yes, you got to be playing. It's got to be playing well. So, you know, and that this might be my my hot take of the century, and I'll get right into it because it's we we touched on it. But I think if it comes down to captain's picks and you got to start picking between guys, I think Bryson would be a better pick than Justin Thomas. Yeah, I mean, Same he's bit. playing better golf. You can, and that's where the I locker mean, room, though, too. How is Bryson doing the locker room? Well, you put Kepka on the team and yeah, the locker room is just right. fine. I think if you got kept and those guys, oddly enough, were at yeah, odds back in the now, now they're buddy buddy. Now they'd be live guys together in that locker room, and maybe we're making a bigger deal out of it than. But I think DeChambeau alone in that locker room, uh, I would not be super well liked. But yeah, from a from a golf standpoint, I think Bryson's a better pick than Justin Thomas. And there was a flash; it would have been two weeks ago now to get into the playoffs where. Justin Thomas, I mean, he needed the birdie on 18 to get into the playoffs, left it short, and his chip hits the pin. And just talk about heartbreak there. Yep. And people were like, well, now you got to get I, I just don't think that's. I think you're those, right. I mean, he bogeyed 17. Yeah, those three, those three days, four days to get into, the, it's not good enough to get you on the Ryder Cup team after the, after the I agree with half you. year that you had. I agree so, with you. And you watched him at uh, the 3M. I did. Open, I have, right? I've got videos of his putting practice. He missed the cut and he was out practicing. And um, we've all been there. We've all had the days where it's just like, all right, I'm going to just sit here and hit five foot putts. And they're going to go in. My confidence is going to skyrocket. And you set the first three down. You miss two out of the first three. And then you just are hopeless. And that's almost exactly what happened to Justin Thomas. Where he just, it was like he couldn't, he was practicing, but he couldn't make anything. And you could just see it in his face. He just wasn't. Almost disbelief that he's not, these putts aren't going in. Yep. So he made a few putter changes. He went to the long 30, it had to be a 38, 39 inch. And then uh, went back to his his short putter, which he used 
um, that week before. But wasn't that cut like low? Because wasn't he a couple under, two or three under, and he missed the cut? He missed it by one, yeah. But, I mean, that's that's TPC Twin Cities. It's always ridiculously low there. You have to make birdies. And it's not like they set a golf course up impossible. So for a guy like his caliber, you would think he's going to make in that's I I was joking that week where because the people that we were standing with were like, geez, I really didn't think a guy like Justin Thomas would hang around. And I said, well, he probably rented his Airbnb for the full week thinking he's going to make the cut at, at a place like yes. this, you know? Yep. So he's here anyway. So, hmm. yeah, that'd be my hot take. Bryson over JT right now um, because I think recent form's got to be got to be key for, for a captain's pick. So then you got to put Lucas Glover on this team. You would have to make a very serious case. I'd be interested looking looking at how he plays this week. If he drops off, he's a little shaky. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, if he has another solid to really good week, I don't know how you keep him off the team. So some of the bubble boys, you got Shafley, Spieth, Young, Morikawa, Bradley, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, 13th and 14th. How about a guy like Ricky Fowler? Has he done enough? I think... His recent form is better than Justin Thomas, yes. I would argue. I would argue that. Yeah. I will say, here's my other theory, too, is that, so I don't know if you caught any of this a while back, but they they called themselves the Spring spring Break Crew. There's Jordan yep. Speed, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, and Smiley Kaufman. Yep. And it seems like always one guy in that group is playing poorly. I agree with you. One guy. Now, mm-hmm. Smiley, he jumped ship, and he's now uh, uh, on course. Yep. Reporter. He's got a show on XM radio. Yep. So he's he's doing fine. So between Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas, and Ricky Feller, one of those guys at any time is playing poorly. That's been the case the last four years or so. It's been Ricky Feller. He's yep. been the outside boy. Before that, it was uh, Speed. Speed. He got it back. And before Jordan Speed was Justin Thomas. That was before Justin Thomas won any majors. And so he was feeling that's what full swing dove into when they caught him yeah. in the majors. So you can at any note th- at any given time note interesting. Three be yeah, you're right. Well. So that's you're my, right. That's my conspiracy theory. Hey, a couple other guys here. You know, Tony Finau. Um, you know, Hoagie's got himself. He's 26. He's he. You know, he was early on looking really good. He was looking good. Well, like, he had a great like first pre June. Yeah, he had a great first half of the year. Yes, he did. Now. I did see he's got like a less than one percent chance to make the tour championship right now. I think he needs a top five finish this week to get okay. in. But doesn't take away he's had a great year. Absolutely, he's, I mean, yeah, this is he's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I don't hate a Tony Fino pick. He's been there before, and he's he bombs it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think there's probably more secure picks. Yeah, there are. Yep, that's too bad because uh, and these guys they've all had good years. They're top twenty five, top thirty years, right? But you need and actually Ryder Cup is accumulation of two years points for Ryder yeah, Cup. Yeah, because it's every every other. Yeah, but uh, that's how elite these guys are. That's how that's how good they are. Hey, t- uh, Tom uh, birdied his last three. Yeah, to get into uh, this week's event, BMW. Right? I mean, yeah. it was it was crunch time, and then you talk about the doors that open up by getting into this week. By getting to the BMW, so top fifty. Now he gets into all of the. They changed the names, so they're not elevated anymore. They're premier. Okay, uh, that's a whole nother show. Designated, yeah, whatever. But I mean, now he's in those events with purses that. I mean, you take top five, you're making a million dollars or something like that. You know, just absurd money that they're giving away for these events if you play well. 
and he's got the chance to go play in those, which is awesome. Yeah, because he goes birdie, birdie, birdie to finish. What do you does a finish like that birdie, birdie, birdie? Does that carry over to this week? Do you think as a player, you would have to think, and and at least confidence wise, because you 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 can do that. If you can go birdie, 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 I mean your game is there, right? You don't just the last three holes you needed to do it. He does it. He does it. Can he parlay that? Does he carry that momentum? Is it enough? It's to- a it's a huge uphill battle because again, it's not just like fifty guys that decided they were going to sign up for this tournament. The best, of it's the best. it's fifty of the top players on the PGA Tour. So he's got a huge uphill battle to finish top five. Golf's a game where you just got to get hot at the right time. Yep. You know, and that's how he won his first tournament. And I think he could potentially parlay that, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? You got to yep. be. I think at this course. Um, you know, driving accuracy is is one of the stronger um, perks because I think they they can get this course set up pretty nasty. It's in Chicago area, yes, I believe. I, I think so. The Windy City, Olympia Fields. Are we going to go over our teams here, or is that where we're at? Yeah, I think so. Unless you got anything else to touch on from last week? No, it's it's just a great time to watch uh, PGA Tour. Uh, you know, as they go through these playoffs, and I like. I wasn't a fan of it initially, but now that they've slid this up to kind of get ahead of golf or, or football, yep. I'm sorry, the football season's right around the corner. I kind of like that because they can be the focus sport for a little bit. There's this lull right now. Um, and then, and to get it done before Ryder Cup, I think that makes sense. Yep. And Ryder Cup's end of September. Um, I'm going to do, I want to do a live, live remote from the, from the cup. Okay. With yeah, the time we're gonna change. have to figure out how that works, but yeah, yeah, we can we can make it work. See if yeah. I can get press credentials. That'd be great. You probably put in for those. You probably missed the deadline. I think but I did. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay. I don't know how it works, but uh, yeah, getting into this week, we're going uh, BMW Championship at Olympia Fields, and I think does this one rotate? Because are they back now? I think I saw the last time it was here it was twenty twenty. I don't know that. I thought so, but they they. This golf course, it, it depends on how they set it up. They can set it up as hard as they want to, and it's one of the hardest courses on tour. Or they've just kind of got it middle of the road. Um, but from what I, what I'm looking at, I mean, it looks like your obviously your heavy favorites are are the you know Roy McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler. Um, no surprises there. No surprises. John Rahm, right? I mean, nothing that's gonna that's gonna really kind of throw a wrench into 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 some people's models but what uh what really stuck out to me and i gotta find it again was uh one model that i looked at and it's the uh if you go on i I use data golf and it's most of it is free um their course fit tool and you look at olympia fields the north course and it gives you a a nice little graph based Mm -hmm. on um strengths of the golf course and what you got to be good at Someone that jumps out to to me and is second in in matching this golf course. criteria. What you need, yep. Kind their of. strengths match this golf course. Is Byung Hun An? He's on your team. He is on my team. Thanks for spoiling that. But he is he is second statistically. His game fits this course really well. Second behind Rory McIlroy. Oh, that's so, a good stat or a good good little yeah little nugget there. And that's on golf stat. Nope, that is data golf. Oh, data golf. Yep. So not everything on here is free. Uh, if you need the full, you know, unlock everything, you got to pay a membership, mm-hmm. do all that. Um, but 
that was a that was a little nugget that I found that just it, it matches up really well with his game and he's uh, seventy five hundred I think so good value great value and that's where like these events similar to the elevated events or the premier whatever um, you can find value low you can find a guy that might have a good week that's what I found it wasn't hard to make a quality team here yep <laughs> you got the best <laughs> yeah. fifty guys it's like oh he's a good player yeah he's at seventy six hundred I'll take him yeah absolutely. So. And that's where, you know, I think uh, it might be a week that you go contrarian without Chuck here to to do the full DraftKings breakdown. Um, you know, we might be speaking facts or fiction. Who knows? But uh, I think it's a week to kind of go contrarian where personally I'm staying away from the John Rahm, Scotty Sheffield, Roy McIlroy. Because all these guys can play. All of them can play. They're there for a reason. I think with my team, I tried to get guys that were quote-unquote flyers, but they needed to have a good week to – do X, Y, and Z, yeah. whether it's keep playing or Ryder Cup or whatever it is. That's interesting because I kind of took the same approach, kind of hot hand. Yep. I didn't go big names um, necessarily. I can tell you my team quick? Yep, let's do it. Let's okay. get into it. So Cantley, the guy just plays great in the playoffs. Um, yep. He's kind of a cold fish to me, but I losing in the playoff, I mean, he tugged that three wood, maybe three feet. If well, it's he was a different there. Story, he was but, right there. Um, then I put Lucas Glover on my team hmm. until Reason he loses. It. Yeah, I'm, I mean he's 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 fantastic. Might as well, uh, Harmon, Ryan Harmon, he's lefty. Yep. And then I went Hoagie. I Did say you? he's going to carry it over. He was such a good value. I was yeah. He was like low he was sevens, fi- wasn't he? No, he's like fifty seven hundred. He was the third. he was not fifty seven. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, Justin Rose. Yep. Horse history, and then uh, Cam Young, bomber. Yep, bombs it. Yep. I do like um going back to your Cantley pick. Uh, uh he's got to play he's playing for the Ryder Cup spot too. Yes. If he wants to get on the Ryder Cup team. So he's got a little bit a uh, little bit to play for there. I guess all those guys do, but uh a little extra in, incentive there. So yeah, my team on top of that, um I also went the Cantley route. I think he plays well again. Um Tom Kim, he had a great uh week last week. I think he's kind of finding his stride. I went uh, Matt Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. A little wild card there. I don't really have any stats on that. I just kind of liked to, he needed to fill a spot there at that point. Justin Rose, like you said, course history. And then again, I went the Byung Hung on, uh, just based on the statistical model there, and rounded it out with Emiliano Grillo. I think he was he had a couple of good weeks leading up to the playoffs, got into the playoffs, and he just kind of keep parlaying that i think he'll round up the the bottom end there and hopefully make a couple birdies so he had a win this summer he did he? yeah he uh and it was really neat because he was he set it in too. the playoff right yeah and he was wasn't he hanging out with some little kids and let him hit yeah his club that's exactly what like it was that. yeah he was just he was like, like waiting for him and the kid was watching him he's like come here you know come hit some clubs that's and the kid, cool. kid was left-handed so he's like making these left-handed you know his grip was wrong and he's like oh you're left-handed so that's pretty yeah. cool. Well, that was good. I mean, it's good to be back in the saddle here again and knock off a little bit of rust, but uh, it's it's going to be a good week for golf. It's going to be a great week next week. I'm excited. Hopefully, we're going to get, uh, as you call her, forward tease Kalen uh, on the show. Kalen Dolby at Kalen uh, Dolby. Detroit Country Club. They've got a, a fundraising event we're going to talk to her about. Excited for that. Yep. There's a lot coming uh, this fall with some some events. We've got a program we're co-sponsoring with Dakota Magic Casino coming up uh, the the 
17th, 18th, 18th, 19th of uh, September. There we go. Uh, it's a Sunday afternoon, Monday morning. So uh, we'll get word out about that. There's a lot lot going on. It's fun to be back, and uh, it'd be good to uh, – got to get Chuck back in here so we can beat him up on fantasy. Yeah. Daily no, fantasy. I, I, that was the part I missed was just kicking your guys' butt every week. So – uh, that's all we got for today. Thanks a lot for or thanks for joining us here. Uh, stick around. We got plenty more coming down the pipe. We're going to try and do this a little more regularly now. As things quiet down. So thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next week.